Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Interconnections Network. I'm your host today, Monica McAleer, and I'm joined today with Miss New York Amazing, New York Miss Amazing 2019, Renelle Black. Hello. How are you today? I am excellent, and you? I'm well. Yes. We just wanted to talk a little bit about some of your experiences, uh, some of the things you've encountered working within the community of people with disabilities, and some of the activities you participated in, um, the upside, the downside. So is it safe to say that you are an accomplished, crown-wearing, award-winning person with capabilities? Thank you. Yes, um, yes, um, I was, um, I was, um, I was uh, diagnosed with autism at the age of, um, at the age of um, six months. Um, that it um, started uh, when my mom noticed something, there, there was something different about me compared to my older siblings. Um, so my mom went to um, several doctors and the, and and the uh, doctor told her no, there wasn't anything wrong. It was until my mom became very, um, that she became very, very, um, um, she was very insistent. It was until the um, head of the nursing had to do tests and everything just to prove to them that yes, that, that yes, that um, there was something different about me and my and my um, diagnosis, it was um, autism, and also have um, and also have and also have um, speech impairment, um, and and um, and they and the, um, leg length this uh, discrepancy. Um, so my mom, that she did um, all of her uh, research about autism, and then she found so many programs that um, helped me. That, um, so many programs that helped me to um, to um, become the um, person I am to um, day, and um, I would like to thank my mom for for um, that. Um, I would say compare with with my time growing up to um, children with um, disabilities nowadays, which is not that much apart. That with those nowadays that they have way more access to way more programs. They're they're there are a much better research now. They have better understanding. Um, but what um, but what um, irks me about it is um, is that come on that you know nowadays now there's technology. You have much better access at um, um, right um, right at your uh, fingertips. Why you don't just take advantage of it and um. And with funding, and with funding that even though it's cut nowadays to a mean, um, that again more funding now compared to come compared to back when I was um, growing up, and my mom had to to a uh, research tooth and nail to find the uh, right programs, mm -hmm. um, um. With uh, me, I am I am I'm not the uh, type of person that likes to compare myself with others because each person is different. 
Um, but the only one thing that irks me is that is that um, nowadays you have better access. Why you don't take advantage of it? Um, um, well, we're hoping yes. that some of the resources that you're going to offer uh, towards the end of the program are going to highlight some of the things that have helped you along the way. Mm -hmm. uh, you shared with me off camera that you like photography. Yes. We're also going to talk about one of Vernell's many accomplishments because she's very accomplished. We'll get more into that. But one of her accomplishments that we're going to talk about today is not only her love of photography, but she created a book. And the name of the book is? Transformations of um, New York City. So where did you get the title, Transformations of New York City? Um, um, since I love history and I love architecture, um, uh, so I found a lot of uh, postcards and, and uh, vintage photos. Um, um, it was from the uh, greater. It was from the greater Astoria historical so um so society mm -hmm. that I started out doing um internship there, and I found all of these beautiful vintage postcards and pictures. Mm -hmm. So I choose a few of them that I like, mm -hmm. and I just go to to the um, same ex to to the um, same exact site. Mm -hmm. And I took photos of them in the um in the um present day. Very nice. That is in one half of the book. Okay. And in the other half, it is just some pictures of a mixture of the older architecture with the modern put to um getter. Very nice. Very nice. And you received training in photography from where? I've I started out at um, International Center of Photography in their teen program when I was 13. And um, I've been with them for, for about seven years. And then I went to, um, then I went to um, college that I, that I started out at La, um, that I started out at LaGuardia Community College with an associates in um in um commercial for um for photography. Then I transferred to Marymount Manhattan College and I graduated with a bachelor's in photo and photo um journalism. And and now um and now currently I've been applying all of the skills that I learned and uh, with my experience and I just take photographs of many places, events and um, everything. And I am also now a part of a program. It's called Neon. It's called Neon for, it's called Neon for Ontography. Very nice. You've achieved several awards as well. Yes. For your work in photography uh, from the NAACP, yes. I read. Um, were there any other awards that you received? Um, besides the um, NAACP awards um, that I had an um, honors mention for, um, um, it was for a, um, a photo contest of um, taking pictures of, of Washington Heights. 
and also won and also won second place with um with um with um, New York City Parks and their team was and their team was was um daffodils. Mm -hmm. So why won of second place? Very nice. Very nice. So you see from your own experience um how utilizing the services and the system for people with disabilities can work. Yes. Very good. Very um good. yes. I'm sorry. Um, it can work if you. Um, it can work if the uh, parents uh, put their uh, put their uh, footing in it, and um, that it um, takes the parents, and it also takes the uh, person that um, that, and it also takes the person that runs. The uh, services mm -hmm. to have patience and to like give um to give to give um, understanding and and it also takes the individual to put a foot forward. Yes, and that too, <laughs> of course. You have put a foot forward. Yes, and you have really, really achieved so many goals. Okay, um, one of one of my uh, favorite pictures in this book is these two. This is a picture of 110th Street and um, 8th Avenue. This was it back in the 1900s with this long elevated train. This is my favorite one and this is it. And this is the same neighborhood in the present day. The reason that I like it is because it shows a drastic change, but at the same time, certain buildings are still around. This, this this is um this is one of my favorite, and from the other half, this is my favorite, from the mixture of the older and the modern. It's because in the middle it shows like what it used to be, and once you spread out, it shows more of the big tall buildings and glass buildings. Mm -hmm. Um, um, it shows like it shows like a time capsule to um, me. Now I see a lot of your pictures are from Manhattan. Yes, in Harlem. Do yes. you see a lot of changes in Harlem? Of recently? course, yes. In, in architecture, in culture, in mm -hmm. the environment. Architecture-wise, I don't um see that much okay. change. Um, they just they just fix it up and make it better, and the rent gone up. <laughs> um, um, which is some um, a good thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, plus they're building newer buildings. Yes. Um, but um, but like um, it was um, it was due to certain laws on 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 how to build certain buildings. They cannot build like super tall buildings in Harlem, which mm -hmm. is which is. Which is which is a plus, mm -hmm. and that um, even though Harlem it is it is um, gentrifying the culture, it is it is still there but in different ways. Okay, okay. Like a um a perfect example is um the Schomburg Center. Mm -hmm. At the Schomburg Center, you can still go in and you still learn about the history of um of um black culture. Mm -hmm. In Harlem and and in abroad, and uh, when you go outside, you can still see 
the um culture mm -hmm. it is um still there it's just showing in in um different ways very interesting you didn't know that <laughs> very interesting so we we talked briefly about the book but we have to talk about where it all began um how did you get into photography or originally that they wanted to be an um an um, anchor person at a um a news station um since i love media and traveling ever since i was little um but but um but but um due to my to my um, speech impairment i just um shift gears to do photo um journalism it is um because um I can still do my traveling. I can still talk about my story, but through images, and with images, they can tell a story. And my and my favorite quote is: "It is an image worth, and an image is worth a thousand words." A thousand words. I'm very big on quotes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, in your story. What are you trying to show people from your story in your photos? Um, I would like to to um show people that are there that there are many ways of um telling stories besides besides um orally. You can tell stories a lot of stories through um pictures, and uh, whether like with pictures or like with oral. With pictures, it is it is um it um it is up to an it, it is up to an um an um individual on how they in how they interpret the the um picture. So like um so like um if there's a picture, what um uh, one person sees it, another person sees it totally differently. Um, with um oral. It's just like a with um orally. It is just a view of one person saying, saying um their interpretation yes. of it. Yes. Okay. And do you feel that you are successfully giving the story that you want to give to people? Yes. With your, with your images. Yes. Um. With my images that I get, um, that I get a lot of stories from um, different people when they compliment on my um, picture. Mm -hmm. That to some with an image I took, that is just see something positive, and with some people that it see more like a somber story, but it leads to the to the um light. Mm -hmm. And something you shared off camera is. You don't take a lot of pictures of humans. Yes. What is the reason why? Um, I like portraits that I just like. Um, that I like portraits that um, they can tell a story, but the uh, reason that the reason that that um I that the reason that um I am. I am. I'm not a fan of doing portraits. It's because, um, from my experience, I've been um, bullied since I was little. Um, 
So with um, so so with time that I just have this back of my mind, what will what what will people say and do? Mm-hmm. Um, um, even though I am still working on it, that there are positive people out there. Yes. Um. So yeah. Um. Um. That is the main reason why. Um, but with but with architecture and nature, they are always there for you. They don't talk back. Um, it is um, up to you how t- how you um, do those pictures, mm-hmm. and you choose the images. Yes, there's very little interaction um, when you're dealing with architecture or nature. Yes, it's just whatever's given to you at that moment. Uh, and you capture in that moment. Yes. So in our discussion about your book, uh, we talked about a lot of your work was done in Harlem, a lot of your pictures. Um, How do you get around um, in terms of traveling within New York City? Um, 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 With um, using maps and GPS, um, luckily, I don't have an issue mm-hmm. with um, using a map and GPS. Um, um, I've been uh, studying maps and, and um, geography ever since I was little too. Okay. So with traveling, um, so with traveling, I am a fast learner. Okay. And another advantage that I have is that um, since I live right in Manhattan, mm-hmm. that I have easy access to any bus and any and um, any subway. Okay. And, and did you utilize a travel training program? Um, tra- no. No? You, you work with um, any particular organization or agency? Did you work with a staff in learning how to travel? How did, how did you learn how to travel? Um... Um, this is unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 since I have the um, in-house respite staff, okay. it was me that is teaching them how to um, travel. <laughs> okay. So, um, so most of the time it was me teaching them something. We can all learn something. Yes. Okay. And yeah, as you apply the um, learning from me and the traveling mm-hmm. to with their own daily lives. Okay. Uh, for example, um, um, they, um, um, for example, that um, there is this um, that um, there is a staff that we are neighbors. Mm-hmm. And for her, how she used to get to me is she uh, used to have to go around since she used a uh, Google Maps. Okay. Um, but um. But I'm um, saying she. But I'm um, saying she met me since since I knew where she lived is not far from me. Mm-hmm. So I told her, "Why you don't just take the bus?" <laughs> okay. Just um. And just, you told her how how to yes. get here. Okay. And you also shared off camera that you travel outside of New York City. Yes. Where are some of the places you've visited? Um, I've been to Boston. I've been to um, Toronto. I've been to Ottawa. Um, and I've been to. Um, I'm sorry. Ottawa is where? Toronto and Ottawa. They are both in Canada. Okay. So you've been to Boston, Canada. 
Um, and I went to uh, Chicago last year for uh, Miss Amazing Nationals. Very nice. Very nice. And how do you find traveling outside of New York City? Um, it is um, not that hard. Okay. From um, New York City to Boston, it's just a simple bus ride. Okay. Simple bus ride for about three hours, four hours. Okay. Um. Since I know with airplane prices, the ticket with airplanes is so expensive <laughs> and too much and too much and too much of pre-checking ever since nine, mm -hmm. ever since nine, ever since nine, E11. Okay. I just found that there, I just found out there are other ways and cheaper ways okay. to, to our travel. Outside of New York City. Yes. Okay. For example... Uh, for example, a cost of a ticket from Penn all the way to um, Chicago is only um, eighty-eight dollars, mm -hmm. and it's an and it's an overnight um, route okay. compared to an airplane ticket, which is shocking to me. Mm -hmm. It's very expensive for a round trip. It's about it's about uh, four hundred something dollars round mm -hmm. trip just for just for an hour plane ride. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. And you look forward to traveling. You you look forward to traveling more often outside of this out of outside of New York City. Yes, you talked about that briefly. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in doing a recap of everything that we talked about today during the interview, um, we're going to review all of the resources that you utilized in order to be successful. Okay. So. Tell me a little about ICP, which stands for? International Center for Oncography. Okay. And that's a program for people with disabilities? It's a teen program, or is it for anybody? Um, the um, teen program, it is for um, any teen. Okay. Um, disability or um, not. Okay. Um, first, you have to fill out an application, and um, if you are chosen... You can join their class, and plus they give you a scholarship. Okay, very good to know. So we're going to look for that resource um, at the Interconnections Network Facebook page. Um, everything we're going to discuss today in terms of resources will be posted. And we have ICP. We talked about your completion of your degree and employment. You had an employment program from which agency? It's from um, AHRC. It is called um, it is called um, AHRC um, EBS. It stands for Employment Business Services. And and the um, purpose of this program um, um, it is like job club. So you just attend weekly, and they train you how to do interviews, how to write a resume. Um, that should tell them what are your likes and your dislikes, and on one day and once they are find a job that um caters to the um person, um he or she goes to the job for an interview, and um and um once a, and once the um individual is hired, that is their job. Now, once you're hired. Do you continue to receive services through Employment Business Services at AHRC? Yes. 
someone follows you or follows up with you to see how the job is going? Yes, that um yes um once you're hired, they then they assign you a job coach. So like if you have any concerns or questions that you don't want to discuss with your employer or coworkers, you can talk to your job coach and he or she could could um help you. How often does your job coach show up to talk to you and to make contact? She usually comes uh, four times a year. Okay. Um but for um but for some people it is more uh, frequent. Okay. It varies. It's it it, it depends on your needs. Yes. Okay. It varies. Okay. It depends on your needs. Okay. And finally the New York Miss Amazing, uh, which you shared off camera, that they have a pageant coming up next weekend. Is yes. that correct? Yes. And you'll be running again. Yes. For New York uh, Miss Amazing pageant 2020. Yes. Well, we wish you good luck and Thank good you. fortune. You've been so successful in utilizing the resources available in this community. And we look forward to seeing more work from you. Thank you. So, Vernell, is there anything else you'd like to share with the people out there? Any fun facts about yourself? Yes, um, that I love traveling ever since I was little. And I also like to try different foods from, from our different countries. Um, um, one of my favorite foods is uh, roti and curry mm -hmm. from my from my family's country, which is um, which is um, Guyana, South uh, America, and the uh, one place I would love to travel to is to um, Amsterdam and Paris, mm -hmm. um, and to visit Guyana. Okay, have you you've never visited Guyana? Um, the um. The last time I was there, I was around six years old. Okay. And the first time I was a baby. Okay. So you're looking to have an experience in Guyana yes. as an adult. Yes. Why Amsterdam? Um, Is there something in particular? Everyone knows Paris. Everyone wants to see the Eiffel Tower. What's special about Amsterdam for you? Um, it's the um, architecture. Okay. Um, it is an um, architecture. Um. Um, that there, um, um, it's the architecture, they have um, a lot of water that I like to see a lot of up canals. Okay. Um, it's, it's just uh, something different. Okay. Very well. In closing today, we want to thank Vernell Black for her presence and her resources and all of her experiences and information. Thank you again, Vernell. You are welcome. In closing, I always end with a quote. And in honor of Black History Month, I wanted to end with um, a quote from Rosa Parks. You must never be fearful about what you are doing when it is right. I am your host, Monica Mathalier, from the Interconnections Network. Thank you for joining us.